Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pure Joy Podcast. This is a bi-weekly exploration into what brings people joy. Uh, this is episode three. The first two episodes, we talked about craft beer and, the you know, in general, playing video games, ex- watching a movie, experiencing media as, as, as media is in order to escape, you know, your daily life. Today, on episode three, we will be talking about uh, something... Kind of along those lines. My guest today is my longtime friend Gabe Stringer. Hello, Gabe. Hey, M. Hey, everybody. Good to be Good here. Good to be here, indeed. Uh, I always look forward to these each week. Um, just a fun little time to talk and converse with people. And being I that bet. we, it must be a uh, must be a good time to like pick the brain of people who are also in this same sort of internet stream yeah, space yeah uh, that is, you are it is very interesting my my hope and goal like for longevity of the podcast would be to just like open that up right not necessarily about the stream space not necessarily about the sphere here in terms of my guests but just about everyone's joy right um certainly so yeah i'm looking forward to that but it is great to have you um, how are you, how are you doing today? been good. Uh, what have I been doing? I really have almost no idea what happened yesterday. Today's been, today has been nice though. I've been relaxing. Uh, I watched uh, a couple episodes of a, of the crime documentary about OJ Simpson. That was fun. Um, I mean, fun is not the word actually. It was a good watch. Some it, it was a good watch. Yeah. It was well yeah, covered. Yeah, it doesn't um, need to be. You're not having fun with the the material. I had, I had complicated feelings while watching it, and that is sort of the criteria that you want when you are watching something: is that you want to have feelings about it, and then if they are complicated, then you know you you inspect them and you yeah, see it gives what, you what's to up. Work through. Uh, so that was fun, and I'm gonna. Uh, Kayla and I got out uh some of my cook's country magazines and we poked through one of the one of the june july issues and picked out a few recipes so we're gonna make uh uh shrimp and green bean stir fry tonight after the after the 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 stream i like that i like that shrimp and green bean stir fry i think all i've had today Mm -hmm. really is like a sandwich I've mostly been drinking alcohol, but I have recently switched to coffee. Yeah, that's nice. That's good. Uh, I like to start Certainly. all of these episodes off by asking my guests for a small joy, something that has brought you joy today, like a daily something something that's brought you joy today. Is it okay if it's a thing that is it's it's the same thing that brought me joy yesterday, but it also yeah, brought, it brought me brought joy, joy today? today. I sent you a song yesterday. Have you uh, listened no, to it? No, I have not. I have not listened to it yet. Yeah, you you should you should give that a listen because that that song is my joy uh, of yesterday and today. It's a Chicago artist that I don't remember the name of off the top of my head, but it was like part of my Chicago news okay. podcasts. Uh, I was playing my news while I was doing the dishes yesterday, and they were talking about Chicago artists because they were interviewing. Um, some some producers for a label based in Chicago, I believe. Uh, and this was one of the artists that came on and they played a snippet of this song and I was just grooving to like this 35 seconds of song 
on this podcast. And I was like, all right, stop. Stop this podcast. Stop we must go. Podcast. We must find this. We must find this song and we must listen to it three times in a row and we must send it to everyone who's taste in music we we yeah okay cool yeah i Uh, I sent that to the chat just now if anyone is around and wants to give that 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 song a listen it is standing in the doorway by alicia walter is that that that's the one i assume that is the that is the one it is an absolute blast it's so much fun it's got like jackson five vibes but it's it's so it's just a groove. It's such yeah, a groove. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Well, then I will make sure that I do give that a listen. And everyone else, make sure that you give it a listen as well, because it uh, sounds like a bop. I think that that... It's dancing in the kitchen music, if that resonates yeah, with anybody. Yeah, like, cook, like cooking a meal, taking care of the dishes. Cooking a meal, or like or like just sort of late night kitchen Kitchen hangs, hangs is a good place for uh, it. Like, Mm-hmm. If you've got the kitchen for it, kitchen hangs. You need are definitely sublime. a big enough kitchen to be able to sit on the floor at some point during the kitchen mm-hmm. hang. Sit on the floor or like a separate area where you can like sit on the countertop and not be like by yeah, cupboards. Yeah, yeah. Like we when in our in our college house we had the washer and dryer also in the kitchen, so those were great that's for true, sitting on. That's true. And the sturdy enough kitchen table or like big dining room table in there. Oh yeah, that mm-hmm. that dining room table mm-hmm. was. Solid. You gotta have an island in your house, folks, to sit on. It's always it's it's a it's mm-hmm. a, it's a it's a must have. Certainly. Well, then, fantastic. I think that that piggybacks off of what. Wait 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 wait. You you ask me. What well, what's your small oh. joy of uh, the day? Yeah, don't you don't you. No one. Don't you I, escape from this. No one. No, no, no one's asked. I we my my small joy is that i played pokemon coliseum and my one of my biggest gripes with pokemon is that as i've grown up pokemon has not grown up uh it is oh it's not it's not it's dark not enough dark, for it, well you. it's not it's not that it, it, it there's no weighty consequences to any action in the game you just do the thing that they have told you to do and that's it and that's it's very scripted. It's okay. Yeah. Like I love the games I've put. It's probably the game I've I've played the most, you know, on stream and and, and online. But I still, mm-hmm. my big gripe is that is that it doesn't grow up with me. Um. However, going back and playing Pokemon Coliseum, I see that they attempted to make it grow up, and I'm not sure what happened. Uh. And why that hasn't continued. It just was a fun time. Like. It, there were people being kidnapped. I found uh, a, a tray side table of only alcohol bottles and for sure a glass of poured whiskey. It just was like adult. Hell yeah. Adult, Way to adult go, world. Nintendo. And like people, I don't know, they're speaking in a more adult way. They're like a little bit darker. It's definitely still for like, it's more for like. Uh, older teenagers now i would say you know what i mean which is fine with me so but i'm i'm still here for that though like a post-apocalypse pokemon game Mm -hmm. that's fun did you i know the one time that we tried it on my laptop we didn't have a way to speed it up in any sort of satisfying way uh, draining my joy just a little bit but it's still a fun time. Yeah, you know? that's good. That was my. That's why I was like really interested in it when we started it. But man, I didn't actually. It's so look slow. In my settings to see if there was a way for me to speed it up, but it didn't. It didn't seem like it, and it, it's it's slow. But 
I'm I'm finding joy in 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 filling the the space there. Um, I mean, if you can, yeah, if you can keep up a commentary on what all is happening, then it, the speed does not matter right, whatsoever. Right. Yeah, it was man, it is very slow. slow, but uh, you know, it's it's a little bit older, it's a little bit darker. It's all about like kidnapping poke people's Pokemon and and taking their their you know whatever Pokemon they have. Uh, it's it's really neat. It's 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 interesting, uh, and I was kind of taken aback by it's slightly older age market like age target market now when did that one early 2000s like 2003 or 4 or something like that fun little note about buying pokemon games is if you want a copy of pokemon coliseum or pokemon gale of darkness they are among the two most expensive pokemon games that you could attempt to buy gale of darkness being probably probably you know up there it's yes like almost 300 dollars for a copy of gale of darkness this i did know i i remember hunting around in a half mm -hmm. price for these games and even going so far as to like ask the half price people mm -hmm. what the it, if like i could just order it and have no. it shipped and they were like well there you gale of darkness we have gale of darkness for 247 dollars yeah. or something um, and that is just the price of it, you know. Like, uh, if you find it in a cool place like that, generally the price is even higher because you're like, you know, buying it from a personal dealer. But very interesting. Uh -huh. So I'm excited to to play the games for free, uh, you know, online. Now that I haven't escaped it, uh, all of uh, yours, your small joy at least, seemingly piggybacks off of what your joy is. So what brings you joy? Well, my my experience with joy is most often stimulated by experiencing media with other people, whether that is sharing the media with them or the both of us experiencing it together. Um, I think that is the, when I, when I look back on my life and I'm like, all right, where is the joy? Where is the, the the moments because I even I even looked up joy just to be like all what right what this? am I looking for what, what, what's what is this about the question I'm answering <laughs> yeah is is the emotion of great delight or happiness caused by something exceptionally good or satisfying and to me that feels like the moments that I look back and I'm like that great delight from something exceptionally good or satisfying are the moments where I am being shown something or I am experiencing something together with another person or I am ushering somebody into a new experience. Um, yeah, that always brings... Yeah, so that's that's what brings yeah, me joy. Yeah, I mean, the, the sharing of an experience, especially one that you have... I mean, there's two different, like, sets of joy in that, right? There's, like, experiencing something new for the first time together, like going to see a, the brand new movie that has just come out together uh and being able to experience that in in that form or like you know you and uh our roommate watching tokyo revengers experiencing that for the first time together and going through like the big roller coaster of emotions uh and i was experiencing joy during that from a, a secondary point of view because i was definitely more enjoying your guys's enjoyment of this show than i was because I wasn't keeping up with the show, I was like playing games on my computer and taking care of. That's because the show, the show fucking traumatized It's very us dark in for like what I did first, see in the first like eight episodes. Uh, the last time that we had watched it, 
it just it was very good at manipulating our emotions and so by the time we stopped watching we were like mildly afraid of what this show is going to do with us because uh, we we had to finish it but uh, we knew it was going to hurt us along the way and that sort that was part of the excitement but yeah you've definitely hit on like two of the big pillars of getting joy out of me- experiencing media is the, the 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 experience together and that can be either silently like in a movie theater but even in a movie theater you know you you there's sort a of building of excitement it, from next it, to you or there's like... a building of excitement you might even like depending on the movie and the vibe that the movie has created you might even have like a whispered, whispered commentary, commentary yeah. to the person next to you um which is sort of why i put it in the same camp as uh like lawrence and i watching tokyo mm. revengers but then the other pillar that you identified is the joy that you got i would classify that as like a, the second pillar of experiencing media that's the that's the joy that you get when you show someone that's something true is you you're less watching the media and you're more like i know yeah. this. i know this i know where the bits are and so i'm gonna keep an eye on you and I'm going to try not to give the game away, and I'm a little bad at giving the game away, but I'm going to, I want to watch you, and I want to see you experience this, and I want to hear the things that you, you have to say about having this experience. Yeah, right, because it, it takes like a... And I sort of, I want to compare and contrast that with, with the experience that I had and the experience that I have had mm. consuming this media and media like it, and, and sort of diversify my yeah, perspective. Yeah, I mean, it takes an enjoyment of a piece of media in some form or fashion, be that, I mean, because it can be because this media was so bad that I have to show it to other people, just like, you know, the general society's take of the movie The Room. Like, it's it's so bad that it's good, and so, like, people showed their friends, like, I want to show you this because it's so bad that it's good. Uh, I struggle finding examples like that because we generally show each other, like, very, very strong pieces of media. I, I think that there's a few examples of things that that we watch that have been like either so bad that they're good or that are clearly flawed but are still fun. Um, the most recent example I can think of is if you remember the Jet Li movie from the early 90s. I think it's like Fists of Fury. It was really, really terribly dubbed. But the fight scenes were incredible and really fun, and 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 uh, like they they kept mm-hmm. you in the movie. But the, the dub was yeah. awful, man. Oh boy, that's one of my favorite. And like we could we could not get over the terrible terrible dub of that movie, but it was a start to finish ride. It was a fucking romp. It was great. Uh, and so I and like I kept it. It was a, that was a fun movie. I I enjoy showing it to people for both of those yeah. reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the other you know version of that is like the great side of media when you've been when we've been swayed by a piece. Uh, I find that most I would say often between us nowadays, it's it's probably like music, right? Like we share a lot of music back and forth. New albums come out, and we're we're like all over it for each other. You don't have to listen to every song. Certainly. While we will listen to every song, it's good to know that like these four songs coming up are the bangers because they were the ones sent to me. You know, um, mm-hmm. or at least give every song a try. But oh yeah, you've got to give the whole album a listen because occasionally the album is in itself mm-hmm. the media as well as the, just the songs. Um, yeah. What um, you have like a massive, massive media library. What is like your favorite? 
piece to show people? There's a lot of caveats to that because a lot of it depends on what media they will be receptive to. A lot of our friends just don't respond to movies, just are turned off at the word film. Uh, just have, it's true. you know, you can't, you can't pay attention that long, you can't pay attention that long. And so you can't, that sort of cuts off an entire genre, which generally is the first genre that I'm interested in because it's like the least time commitment and like it's a complete narrative. You you show this to somebody, you get their vibe, you sort of, you learn something about it, you have this experience yeah. together. But it, you know, it's just like two hours, mm -hmm. three hours and a TV show is, is longer, but also can be more rewarding because you, with this with current age of TV, the TV shows dive deeper and it's, it's more satisfying. So it really depends on like, who the person is you said you jumped to like to there's film, also like kind of right off the bat what's what's like is there a number one film not even your favorite film but like maybe it is but you, you know like the film that you or a film that you're like this is a banger if i get the opportunity this is that someone needs to see this movie or this film a banger it slips out still i don't know I don't know. I don't know about a. I don't know about a banger. I'll say, uh, but if I'm interested in, in in someone's response to things, I want to show them something that will challenge them or make them think, and I want to see what they what how they they process that and what sorts of ideas they have. So I'll often go with uh, "Kill Your Darlings" okay. with Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel it's, Radcliffe is wild. I, he's so fun. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not a fun movie, but it is sort of a a, a brain hurdy kind of a movie where you are are not sure where your where your feelings are at throughout the entire mm -hmm. thing. You sort of have to process it afterwards and come to some sort of Roll conclusion. Of emotions. And the other one would be Ex Machina. I did enjoy Ex Machina very much. It's such a wild, strange movie, um, but it's so beautiful and it's like really clean it's and... very like weighty in, in the in the mind like it makes you think a lot uh or mm -hmm. it has yeah, gravity yeah very filled with gravitas i like i like finding those tv series i think like i've slowly become a person who is less into movies because my attention span is getting lower and lower but i like finding those solid tv shows because sharing the first few episodes of a tv show with someone i think is like non-committal the only problem with a tv show is that like i feel like i'm almost never like entirely hooked until like episode x what, what you know what that be like three to five ish you know even with some of my favorite ones it like the first few episodes are weird as fuck but like if you get past this you can you know get the show i We'll usually give uh, a TV series two or three episodes, unless it's either, I guess, really good or flagrantly mm -hmm. awful. I don't know. I think the only thing that I disagree with is that, like, starting a TV show does feel committal, especially if you are showing it to somebody and you, like, consider it to be something that is worth seeing because, like, the payoff for it is often not in the first few episodes. No, certainly. It's a season in, finale. It's in, you know, the plateau in the season finale, you know, seven, eight, nine to 12 That's or true. whatever. 
That's true. I just mean, I guess I just mean that like you, like we don't have to sit down for, we don't have to have a three, you know, a, a three hour slot just to use that for a movie now, uh, even though it's much longer than I guess most movies nowadays. Well, even, even with a shorter movie, you, I could consider it a three hour slot because like we would be talking and like having like, sure. Generally when we have watched movies after the movie, Regardless of its quality, we'll like at least take twenty a minutes down section, and and we just be like, all right, we know things about art. Let's demonstrate that, and sort of how do we what 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 different lenses can we look at this yeah. through, and and find something either of value or you know of intriguing critique by looking at these looking at it through these different I mean, that lenses. That is definitely another one of my favorite things about consuming media with other people is that it's harder to break it down alone like you can do it but you can't get as deep alone i think because there's never a bouncing board like i always come to a different conclusion about something in the movie when i am given a conversation about it be the you know be that maybe i like it more maybe i like it less maybe whatever that that ends up being i feel like i come to a different conclusion when i have the moment to Certainly, because every every person that you talk to will have a slightly different perspective. Yeah, and that's why I like. Um, I mean, that's why I, I very much do enjoy that action of of, of experiencing a, a piece of media together. Uh, sometimes I'll stop mm -hmm. on a show, like you know, you'd be looking. Oh, I want to see something new, and so you'll dig around in the the confines of maybe your server or you know Hulu, Netflix, whatever. Wherever you find the show, sometimes I'll stop after like two episodes because I'm like, this is a this is a hit, and I need to see someone this experience is, this is good, and just we have these to, first yeah. two so that they can. I want to see what I've gone through, and then I want to see us do it together. Like I want to get you know, it creeped me out. Is it going to creep you out? Are you going to like? You know, are you going to be as blown away by I was at, at certain things? Are you, you know, is this your vibe? Um, I, I'll, stop. I'll just like stop hard I, sometimes. I, I definitely feel that. Uh, if I have the sense that it's going to be a banger, if that's what I have have sort of heard in the zeitgeist that this thing is solid, I will often wait on it. And so I just sort of have now a backlog of theoretically very good TV shows that I just have not watched. Uh, mm -hmm. I am very much the same but, way. Are there any things outside of maybe even media specifically that like you seek out to experience with friends? It's an interesting question. I've actually, I, it was one of the last things that I was thinking about putting on to, onto my, my list of, of different medias. The media um, of life. The broad category that I sort of put it under was working on projects. Yeah. But like cooking together to me seems to seems to be a and it experiencing the media yeah. of life as you <laughs> as you've so aptly put it cooking together you know that whole process from like discovering a recipe or a video and like being excited about it to having the discussion of like we could actually mm -hmm. do this we it's like it's just right down the street we could go and get the shit and we could bring it back and it's this easy and then like working it out and making it together and figuring out what sorts of things because often it's not like an entire meal it's just the, the one, one thing cool that you're thing. excited about and so you have to sort of all right well what's what else is in the fridge or maybe you even catch it early and you're in the supermarket and you're like what, what right, goes with this right and throwing it all together and then hopefully putting it in front of people who did not make it and then being like 
this is great or what what <laughs> what uh <laughs> yeah this is this is what we made getting to share it <laughs> on multiple levels right like you're yeah you're experiencing again both of those pillars of you know the the collaboration of experience and the the voyeurism of experience is really the I wrong like the collaboration of experience that sounded good. Yeah, no, the collaboration is like the one pi pillar, but I'm like the the viewing, the watching someone else. I, that's have I think that, that, that or have an it, experience. I think it can fit under the collaboration of experience, right? Because like it's another portion to that experience. Someone someone else is pitching in to this 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 experience by enjoying it. Like your portion of this experience right now is their enjoyment of it. And I, so there's there's yeah. cooking. And that's about like median distance from media, but still feels like experiencing media. If you come a little bit closer to the media, I would say like working on theater is a a, a non-viewing, a not a non-consumption experience during the working process. I might even classify leading up it's leading the up process, to a consumption of media. Leading, but not no. for you. Never no, for us. True. For yeah, for them. And I think sort of the the purest form for, of that for me is not actually like making theater. It's the you remember when we were in 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 history and literature of theater, uh, and we were we were assigned many a play, many a play to read because we were theater majors and we had to brush up on our our knowledge mm -hmm. of theater. And often they were very hard to read with your eyes. You would just get caught somewhere in a monologue or in, in you'd forget oh, who yeah, your characters like are book, or a much you know, harder read. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just exhausting. And so we would gather in various people's living rooms and we would all just be like, all right, we're either going to pick characters or we're just going to go around the circle and, and every person gets the next line. And those were very different experiences, but both of them really gave you a much more crystallized sense of what the what the mm -hmm. play was than just reading it with your eyes and, and that felt like the clearest consumption of that thing you know the same way that working on it might be but then if you go further away from the media an argument could be made that the experience that we have while we are on like jobs together is a experience in the in the it's a it's a collaborative experience in media working in the physical pieces of media yeah yeah we are we are in the in the production of a live media experience yeah yeah that was that was i was gonna mention something about creating media and how like i have found so much joy in creating media um and there is you know, in trying to do it in the right way, there's so many different versions of creating that media, but some of it comes down to like, this is going to be a really fun thing to make with, you know, with my friends and with my partner, like this, be it this video or like you and I working on, you know, making a Pokemon game together. And, you know, it's just, it's a blast when we sit down and we talk about it. It was a you know blast before when we, when we would sit down and like go through the computer portions and watch these long videos of people explaining how to like specifically code this you know uh and like how to work in this is like a fun you know it's a learning experience it's like a huge thing that all kind of centers around like creating pieces of uh of media uh that i have found a, i found a lot 
uh, of of joy in that. Certainly, yeah, I I definitely enjoy the the experience of creating media together, especially the the brainstorming portion of it, the the discussion. I'm I will say I am less good at the actual work, but I do enjoy doing it. But I love the brainstorming and figuring out the scope and looking at it from all the different angles and like I have a tendency to overcomplicate, but that definitely stems from my love of discussion of like finding more more points about this and more ways to look at things and 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 all of all of those those ideas is sort of what I find most exciting about about Dungeons and Dragons as well. You know, in its in its purest form, that is also storytelling collaboration. Yeah, I mean that one is. I would say that D and D is a great version of experiencing media together with friends. Like we have created this this piece, and you know someone has created this piece, uh, and we are about to experience the heck out of it as a team. And even even though there is like a person who is like categorically off of the team being the DM, I think that like that is still. They're still experiencing that together. Uh, they're still like a part of the story. They're still, you know. I think I think that depends on the mindset of the the players and the DM. Like if you see yourselves on opposing sides, then you're going to be on opposing sides, true. and the the DM is is the person trying to tell a story, and the players are the person trying to to mess with it, or the DM is the person trying to kill the players, and the players are just trying not to die. Um, but you could also see it as as telling a story together, either the players doing something wild and the DM being experienced and flexible enough to Roll. come along with them and be like, oh, okay, you're you want to seduce the statue. Okay. So there's, you know, the the teamwork of flexibility or the the teamwork of of trust, of like the the players trusting the dungeon master to take them on a fun adventure and to like go along with their mm -hmm. prompts and the dungeon master trusting that whatever wild idea the players have, we're still going to follow this, this plot line, even if we do something over here for a minute. Yeah. I think, I think that's why I've probably had such a, I think obsession spawn with dungeons and dragons since we started playing is that like, if you start playing, you cannot be alone. You know what I mean? Like in in this in this moment, you you have to be playing with other people. You cannot be playing D and D by yourself. Well, while that's not always easy to start playing D and D or to start playing a, a tabletop role, you know, RPG like this. Um, once you are doing it, very easy to start. It's hard to it's hard to play consecutively i mean it is but like I, starting requires a little bit more effort but once you begin like it is a collaborative storytelling experience and even if people are not giving the same like if everyone is not giving the same percentage to that story there's still it's still like a, a, a nice collaborative experience together absolutely absolutely yeah and when you were talking about cooking very much Looking forward, we have cookbooks on cookbooks that I just have not, like, opened, but are, like, high-end cookbooks that I am looking forward to getting into, but just haven't had the opportunity. I, I mean, I too, I, too, have cookbooks on cookbooks, so it will be very interesting to see where those intersect and what different... Because my cookbooks are very generalist. I don't have much in terms of specifics. 
I just cover a lot, a lot of bases. I want to do some form of like content creation with cooking. Be that like, you know, we have like this old, old English recipe book that is like written in in the oldest English I've ever read in my life, and it is very difficult to mm -hmm. parse. It is a legit. It is a a reprint of the oldest cookbook the in oldest English. English. Yeah. Um, any form of it English. It is a wild cookbook, uh, and I bought it when I was a little intoxicated. I was in my cups, and I thought that this would be very funny content, and I still do. Uh, so I, I'm. I, it's still you know, funny content every time we open I'm it up. I'm super and read excited. From it. I really want to do something, be that some form of like video or like live showing of, of of attempting to cook from this wild cookbook. I mean, I really do think that done correctly, the consumption of almost any kind of media is good content. Yeah. And the, I think that the your diversification and that's going to be very interesting. I'm I'm really excited to be a, a part of that and to, you know, prod you in various directions and provide whatever support I can in in digging up content and and finding different interesting things to do. Do you have specific types of media that you? share to specific people you're like this person does enjoy films this is the person i share yes. like my films to these are the people i share my my music to um yes do you keep that on like an organized like situation like when you're when you're i don't know watching through or reading through is it always an immediate share or do you like start to create piles for various folks because some movies you um, can't just like you know hey go watch this you know old old movie that i have on my hard drive I I don't collect piles for specific people. Uh, I just keep things that I think are worth sharing. And when I encounter someone that I think would appreciate having this shared with them, then I share it. Be that a book or uh, a, a movie or an album or whatever. And then I have a much, much larger collection of things that I'm still trying to to go through and parse and be and and decide whether or they not are of that caliber i want to i want yeah. to share those things i think the only thing that sort of is different from that is music because i just sort of consume endless endless amounts of music uh in in my day-to-day -day existence mm -hmm. as a human and there are, has been sort of a rotating cast of people who will get either every song that i i find intriguing which is so so much so that cast is almost nobody mm -hmm. uh and then specific songs that fit specific people's vibes i will shoot their way and like different patches of good music i will shoot other people's ways so like the the sharing of me music is much more immediate because otherwise it will just get lost in the shuffle and i won't remember to do it mm -hmm. um yeah, do you think any of that stems from a joy of just collecting in general? Maybe not collecting in general, but like you do have these like you did specify you don't keep like piles of media for specific people. You have piles of media. Uh they're not in I do piles. Keep, I, yeah, no no, they're not for specific but people. You have piles but of media, you have like books piles of media. That... I have there are over 10 U-Haul boxes taped <laughs> shut. In piles, piles of U-Haul boxes. boxes full of books that I, at this point, only have vague notions of, of what books they are. I know that they're books that I collected or inherited, but beyond that, mm, could be anything in there. It's wild. So excited. 
I'm sorry, I don't know that we quite got to the selection or the question. Uh, no, sorry. it was just. Uh, I think it, it was. Do you do you do you think any of that stems from a joy <clears throat> of like collecting specifically? Oh, like sharing yes. your okay. collection, um, or is it just is it about sharing this experience? Because you like avidly collect these I think, things. I think I feel it's it's less than. No, you're you're you are absolutely right. I do. I love the sharing of the media, but like, I do also find a lesser but existent amount of joy in just standing and looking <laughs> at it. There are few things in the world more beautiful than a shelf full of hardcover books. Especially if you know that they're um, all yours. Mm -hmm, they are your hardcover books that you personally selected and purchased and brought back with you i think it comes predominantly from upbringing i think i get my love of collecting and also sharing media from my father just about every type of media with the exception of role-playing games and podcasts uh he was the the first and usually greatest influence because he would he would read books to me he would uh show me we would have movie nights we would you know did you know back-to-back -back movie nights we would like consume content um we didn't do a ton of tv but i just didn't really enjoy the the tv that he liked to show my sister it's a lot of uh joss whedon and 90s serialized and it wasn't not a i wasn't here for it. sweden uh, not not a huge i i mean i love firefly firefly is wonderful uh the rest of it is a product of its time lots of 90s lots um, of 90s media is for sure but we we had expansive collections of most media um he had many 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 cds both that he had purchased and that he had in the early days of the internet gone and found mp3s and mm. and acquired them and burned them onto cds we had like six volumes of disney music that he had just been like i'm gonna get some disney music and put it on this cd and now it's disney volume nice. two it's the songs that you want and there's mm -hmm, it was what we listened to in the in the car we had that and we had uh Beatles and we had cake and we had uh uh what is his name the uh, banana pancakes oh, jack what johnson. is it jack johnson yes and the shrek and the, soundtrack. and the shrek soundtrack you gotta share that with everyone you can yeah that's that's a that you, you can't not experience the joy in sharing shrek i mean here's the thing is that i feel like i don't have to share <laughs> shrek because everyone everyone's already knows. experienced Shrek, and if you haven't... Everyone's heard the word, and the word the is word Shrek. Shrek. But in we had, he had these huge collections. We had tubs on tubs of VHS that slowly evolved into DVDs. Um, and we had... You know, the whole upstairs was, was bookshelves, either freestanding or, like, built into things. Um, and they were all full of books, and there were stacks of books on the floor sometimes. And... At some point, I don't actually remember when I started gathering books, uh, because like for a long time in grade school, I was 
very much a, a library book mm. kid. Only from the library. Uh, my mom was very proud of me. But at some point in like middle or early high school, I decided that I actually wanted to start having them. And then my collection grew in college. And then after college, I actually started making money and, and there was just no uh, no going back from books. that. I got books. I was making I was making sort of adult money and there was a half price books on the way home from work. The perfect storm to just go in there and be like, I had a great day and drop $250 on books um and not even think a, a right, moment right. about it um a little loop there getting stuck and buying buying more books i'm glad that i'm able to sort of leech off of everyone else's collections of things uh in order to satiate my habits it's fantastic well here's the thing that's what yeah. it's there for it's i i call it a library for a reason it's you know just don't destroy it and bring it back, it back yeah. and it's fine you know like even if you have to mail it to me like that's I'm not good. If if I'm recommending it to you, I've probably already mm -hmm. read it. Mm -hmm. So go go nuts. It's um, very interesting when you brought up very early on the definition of joy. I think that at no point, I don't know, in this process, did I look up the definition of joy, right? I just like I sort of saw that on your face yeah. uh when you yeah. were you were just like, hmm. like that's really that's he really neat. There. No, I mean I I was like um. enjoying it because like that, I mean, you know. While not using the the literal definition at any point, I have been looking for you know that that vibe, that feeling, like what what brings you that that sense of uh, of joy. And I want to try to figure out. It's it's interesting because like you know I think everyone when I first ask them to come on, they're like I have no idea what I'm gonna talk about. They come up with a, a topic, and you know then I ask for their small joy, and two out of the three times so far, it has been. I would say related to your overall joy, the thing that is is going that we're going to be speaking about uh, in this moment, and like it's just it's it's funny because like <clears throat> you find that large that big joy uh, when you're when you're thinking about it for sure, and then when you think back, it's like all these little moments of reaching that like big joy kind of come out throughout the day. Well, certainly, yeah, you. You look at the definition and then you look back at, at your life and you you look for those moments and you're like, what's the thread? What's the thread that ties these these moments together? And then once you've identified that, you see it everywhere. It's, you know, the, the whole orientation of your life is sort of molded around how to experience these experiences the mm -hmm. most often mm -hmm. at least very specifically for me that's sort of the 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 lesson to be to be learned from like self-identifying joy is that like that's i'm always looking for a way to share media with people in 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 under one of these listed categories um i don't really know where i was no, going i mean with you're that, just but, always looking for uh, a way to like experience experience that right um i whenever i'm listening to music i would probably do it most during listening to music uh, i like am thinking about if there's a new song that comes on who is the person that like would enjoy this the most i enjoy learning about people's tastes and like what they're going to enjoy and then passing along some some stuff sharing music used to be like my very favorite way of doing this i always do it with television but it it comes with a like a feeling it doesn't start 
you know, when I'm watching a new show, it just like at some point I'll be like, ooh, Gabe would really like this show or like, you know, I got to show this to X or to Y. Uh, it comes at a certain point. But with music, mm -hmm. like generally when I'm listening to any music that I have not heard, I'm I start with the thought of like, all right, who is going to enjoy this the most? The biggest one, honestly, for me, it's not quite that experience, but it's sort of in that in that vein um, is when I am reading a book, it's sort of how how would I deliver these words on the page so that the person listening to me is having at least a similar experience to what I am having mm -hmm. reading them, mm -hmm. which is not particularly a, a useful impulse to have because it's not often that people want you to read books to them. But every now and then. Um, every now and then, occasionally. Yes. Yes. Is there anything Certainly. on your list that you had like noted that you're like, I I want to talk about this in this act of sharing media that we haven't quite not touched on? I mean, we could dive into focused aspects of, of sharing media if we, if we wanted to. I mean, I think the big thing that we never really cut, covered was like, we sort of brushed over it, but like the discussions you have and the, the, the communication and sort of trying to understand something together. I think the biggest, the, the most focused media for that is generally like a podcast. Like the biggest sort of discussion moments that I have had have mostly been like on a road trip listening to podcasts and like they're discussing something and well we also have thoughts about this so we'll just we'll pause it and we'll try and parse through them and then we'll turn the podcast back on and then like two minutes later we'll turn it back off and then we'll, and we'll be like well wait a minute what uh and and talk it's very more. interesting because like, we do that in multiple ways right we either do it we either pause it and talk about their discussion points like what are our thoughts on this discussion point right how how do we see this uh because the podcasts are always of course from their point of view mm -hmm. so you know how, what is our relation to this is this something we find you know fascination and interest in things like that um but it's also you know fun we listen to a lot of you know, D, D podcasts around about and it's fun to pause and apply to our situation and be like this is a very unique thing and we are working on a story in this you know former fashion and how can we apply this mechanic or this story point into what we are Certainly. doing um always yeah. use this like a it's an excellent excellent storytelling narrative devices that are used or or you know ways that the the game master has described something or has worked something back in or the the ease or lack of ease that they are having with different storytelling mm -hmm. elements one of my favorite parts about experiencing different medias with people is is the breakdown afterwards um it was i, f I felt like we did it to a hundred percent when we were in college when we would we would like watch and experience this piece of media and then we would go out to a large front porch and get a breath of fresh air and like sometimes just be silent for a little bit and like take it in and then someone would say one thing and we would just kind of talk for you know an inordinate amount of time be that large or small uh about this experience we had just had be it you know helping to come to terms with it or why it's bad, why it's good. And also relating it back to the media that we were at the time creating or had recently been mm -hmm. part of. 
We like to relate a lot of stuff you know, to the finding, theater shows that we were in. Finding those connections was always always interesting. I think I, I think I, I have to agree that the dissection of a piece of media is is definitely a large amount of the fun that you can have with it if everyone is is of that mindset to like dig deeper and not just be like it was good it was bad i liked you know donald or right. whoever what did you um, like about donald mm-hmm. why did you like why did you like donald what about this time when when he was not a likable person what about that not a likable person yeah what happened what about when he pushed the old lady like donald shake like what my brain harkens back to probably most recently that podcast that we've listened to several times now and it's always just like the seinfeld robot one that is like a clear example of like an exceptional thing that you hear it and you're like i have yes, to show this th to this people people is need not just about my own enjoyment of the situation this. from now on it is about other people's enjoyment because this is a wild time for those of you that don't know what i'm speaking of which should be everybody because i don't even know the name of it uh is a uh, a fictional podcast uh, about an AI being worked to do comedy by uh, a less a less than enthusiastic engineer, um, and it is just a a blast of a time watching this like AI com comedian evolve through what the engineer is inputting, and it, it it's just like kind of heavy and weighty at the end but is it's just a wild time a very wild experience the the name of the podcast is imaginary advice um i don't think the episodes are in any way sequential but i don't know this is the only episode of this that i've listened to it was featured on another mm -hmm. podcast the title of the episode is seinfeld okay uh as an acronym Okay, S S I E N. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. With periods, yeah, and yeah, it's it's really good. It's, I mean, exactly the story that 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 M just told. It takes a minute to build. It's still very funny, but you think it's one thing, and then it like takes a really hard mm -hmm. pivot two thirds of the way into the into the podcast, and then it's something completely other, and you you have an experience in that pivot that is worth viewing in other people and repeating to understand why you've had this experience and sort of parse it better because like going back and i've listened to it like five or six times now you know it, it seems to be a reflection of the engineer's life and anxieties told through the <laughs> the lens of this AI stand-up comedian and those the evolutions coincide with with you know deeper and deeper self-examination on the part of the engineer and sort of crystallizing what it is that that it means to to be a writer to create and how that how that relates to to AI and sort of how these these ideas then change what the the ai mm -hmm. is doing it's you know a, a, a marvelous example everyone should go and it listen is, to that podcast. yeah i think when you were when you were explaining it again it, it kind of brought 
up a, a point I was trying, I think, to hit earlier, but I didn't know quite how to word it. And that is that, like, this pieces like this, these, like, huge kind of almost, like, cerebral pivots in in pieces in in like media pieces like this are like some of are like what i what i search for when i'm thinking of like sharing a piece of media when it when it comes to probably more television honestly um what is like a a milestone for media that you are that you go out and share like you know what 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 makes a piece of media imminently shareable for you i mean in the simplest terms it has to make me feel something i don't i guess then it's just about when when you're trying to share that feeling right certainly yeah i i don't like when i have a strong feeling i almost immediately self-reflect on it because i i don't have them very often so if a media has caused this it's worth taking note of and and perhaps it will it will cause this same response in in others i i think calling it a cerebral pivot is is very apt because those are like the most crystallized examples where like the whole frame of the thing Mm -hmm. shifts and you're like oh oh okay this is this is quality content making my i don't know showing me something that i've never seen before is very hard to do but when it's pulled off just right i'm like everyone has to see this thing because i i feel like i've consumed a lot of media i wouldn't say that i've consumed you know much much more than the average bear but i've consumed a lot of media and so when something hits me that i'm just like i've never experienced before be that a feeling be that i don't know a new subject which still comes up sometimes uh i'm always like this has to be shown and that i feel like most often comes up with like i'm trying to stray away from cerebral pivots but you know just those those huge sways in something where you're totally expecting one thing and they pull off flawlessly another another outcome whenever i see that i'm like immediately like this is shareable and who is it going to that's not quite quite how i see it because I'm all I'm always sort of like keep it or don't mm. keep it um because it's sort of in the in the mind of a yeah, collection. Yeah, you do have a large um, yeah. I think sort of the 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 fundamental difference there is at least in my mind that when you have that experience with someone that sharing of the media experience that's not just sitting next to each other and watching something um but it is you know, pausing it and talking about it or having having conversations while it's going because you just gotta or, or or talking afterwards. Like, each time you do that with somebody, it is a new experience of the media that you can find joy in, even if the media itself is not quality. That's true. And sometimes, especially if it's not quality. Um, that's why I like, I, I enjoy a comprehensive media journey um because even if it's not quality it's like worth discussing if you have someone to discuss it with like if i could clone myself i would sit with my clone and we would watch things and we would talk about them and that's basically all that i would do until (laughs) i died you know i'm always sort of sort of looking looking for that experience because things are fun when you talk about them Mm -hmm. with other people when you break them down and get to the the root of what you're thinking about there to sort of bring it back to 
to the, the lens of video games, to me, the the most fun kind of uh, 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 way to experience a video game is with another person, either playing or spectating. Like that, at that point, doesn't really matter because you're both experiencing the video game mm -hmm. together. Even if the game itself is clunky or flawed, you are having a good time trying to either you're having a good time enjoying an experience from the game or you're having a good time trying to throttle the game into giving you a good experience <laughs> yeah. with a friend. Uh, Two different experiences, but um, both equally uh, as enjoyable. It's, it's having the experience that is enjoyable. That's just very, there's many different ways you can have that experience if you have an open mind to the fact that the experience is the thing that you're here for rather the content, than the content. Yeah. The content, the content might be good, but if you have your your eyes open to the experience, the experience can always be good. Very true. Very true. Yeah, I mean, it is it is all about definitely your approach. I I given company, am attempting to share. Yes, it doesn't matter if the thing is nonsense. The, the, the sharing the of an experience of for sure no I, I like i like looking mm -hmm. at it that way it doesn't always it's not always a, even about the active experiencing of this thing it's about the action of experiencing this thing right i did feel like we we missed out on a little bit of discussing that so i'm glad that we went back yeah i mean i think it definitely gave us an opportunity to get closer to the heart of of the experience of media what do you think i mean what do you um, think that is if we're closer closer to the heart of experiencing media, what do you think that like maybe the root of all of that all all of this kind of trickles back to? Are we talking like maybe the maybe the pure joy is is more about sharing in in, I mean, in, if we, in general? If you, I think you could definitely abstract it to that place. You could definitely take another step back and say it is sharing sharing an experience you could say it is having a conversation you know having having something to talk about um a shared experience that sort of that facilitates dialogue even if the dialogue goes places that weren't suggested by the initial topic you've started a conversation and the conversation is sometimes the whole yeah. point all right well okay I like this. I like this. Uh, I like this topic. I like that it was differentiated from, you know, last episode's topic. When you had first brought it up, I was like, oh, no, media again. But it wasn't, you know, it. I could even tell, like, when you had first given me your thing that it wasn't about media specifically, right? It wasn't about, like, I love movies. I love games. It was about it's the, the experience of experiencing these things that is is bringing the joy mm -hmm. uh they could be bad they could not be something that i'll play again or watch again or do again outside of the looking for a bad experience because sometimes you're looking for a bad experience well great i think that this has been a fantastic conversation i appreciate you coming in and sharing with us today absolutely it's my uh my pleasure well, I'm going to close up here uh, and get to editing, but I appreciate you coming by and being uh, being on with us. Certainly. It's been, uh, it's been a blast. Uh, it's been good talking with you. Um, I wasn't totally sure coming into it if my topic was going to supply enough content, but uh, 
here we are, and I'm glad I picked I, it. You know, and overall, there might be about half an hour sliced out, but that that leaves us with still probably the longest episode let yet. So that's great. Um, uh, you know, oh yeah. I think it just it just it comes. We just we just chat. I think everyone's a little nervous when it, when when they're like, oh no, I'm supplying the content for the the thing, and it's it's like it's less le less less like a lesson plan and more just like a conversation starter, um, which I mm -hmm. think we've done well. So long as you've got notes, you will have no problems. All right. Well, there's a tip for anyone in the future. Notes, no problems. Easy. Well, thanks for coming on, my friend, and I will uh, talk to you soon. Absolute pleasure. See, uh, see you around, soon. friend. Great. We're back. Um, do a little close-up. It has been fantastic having you folks uh in on this episode of the the pure joy podcast this was our third episode that was our guest gabe stringer we talked a lot about a lot of different content tonight we talked about the experiencing of that content together that like that experience uh is a powerful experience you get we've you know you you can get more out of having you know these breakdown discussions and enjoying the things you enjoy with the people that you enjoy um you can you can also get less like you can get more by doing these things yourself but you can you can you know the these experiences can be a very enjoyable time uh and as we saw with our guest today he finds his joy in them uh his small joy was even sharing music you know he talked about sharing that song with me and and stuff so make sure that you keep an eye out in a in about a week this sunday this will go up live on youtube on uh, spotify and on apple um you will be able to listen to it there see it there check out the edits um and yeah our next guest will be our our dear friend m um they you know we don't have their topic yet we'll actually find out what their topic is a week before so next sunday when we're posting it we'll find out their topic we'll let you folks know next time when we start uh, and I really appreciate you folks for joining. This has been uh, an incredible journey so far, an incredible third episode. Um, and I look forward to the rest of it with you folks. Again, this has been the Pure Joy Podcast, and we'll see you next time, folks.